Hey everyone, Dave DeBow here with another episode of the Property Profits Real Estate Podcast. Today, zooming in with us all the way from beautiful Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania, via Aruba. <laughs> Recently, we got back from vacation to Aruba. We've got Martin Perdomo. Martin, how are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic, brother. Thank you so much for having me, Dave. It is my pleasure and honor being here. Thank you for inviting me after being on my uh, show. Yeah, I know. It's great. I was I had the pleasure of being on your show a couple of weeks ago and before you went on vacation, I think. And, yes, sir. and you're doing great things in Pennsylvania and you're running mm-hmm. different meetup groups. You've been doing real estate investing since 2007. You're a busy, busy guy. And one of the things that really stood out for me here is, is you're saying here that success in real estate investing is 80% mindset and 20% skill set. And that equals 100% success. So, Martin, why don't you tell me, you know, first of all, what kind of deals are you focusing on primarily these days? And second of all, how did you come to realize this equation? 80% mindset, 20% skill set equals 100% success. Well, thank you. That's a great question. So that's a loaded question. Uh, But the first thing I'm working on, I'm doing two things. And I work on two different strategies in real estate investing. Number one is buy and hold. So I believe that wealth is created in cash flow, right? And in this beautiful, amazing market, in this beautiful business that I'm in, that we're in, it's the market is rising. So it's rising tides. And so I do also, I also flip as on the active side. And I'm also a buy and hold investor. Currently we have about 140, we have a hundred, not about 114 doors that I currently own. Mm-hmm. buy and hold but you know that goes up and down because we're working on four different projects right now at the same time and a lot of times what happens is a lot of times to answer the second part of the question the 80 20 mindset yeah. uh, formula is that i'm really big on personal development right I, I believe in modeling excellence dave i believe in modeling successful people and when i first started in 2007 i realized that I was playing Mr. Landlord. So I was doing everything myself. I bought my first duplex 2007. I was in the, in the mortgage industry, bought my first duplex. And I picture this, all right, Dave, I bought a property and because I was a mortgage guy, I got the property, purchased it, cash flowing property, and I got $15,000 at the closing paid to me. Here was the challenge. Two years later, I was $100,000 in the water. About six or five years later, the house burned down. I had students in there and they burned down the house. And that saved me, right? That's kind of what saved me. But I was cash flowing and I didn't know what I didn't know. And the biggest challenge that I was finding was I was fixing the, I was renting and I was fixing it. I was painting and it was, and that becomes really old and it's a really crappy paying job uh, really fast. It, it just burns you out. Really burn, dealing with the calls, dealing with all of that crap. And I had a friend, his name was Jay. And Jay was, he was a full-time Verizon guy and he was buying real estate and he was just killing it, Dave. I mean, the guy was just killing it. Here I was, Mr. Quote-unquote entrepreneur. What I had was a glorified job. I didn't have a business. Glorified, low-paying job. Yeah, I'm Mr. Quote-unquote Mr. Entrepreneur. And I'm struggling with a couple of little properties, right? Can't manage these. I'm burning out. And Jay is just buying, 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 buying. And he's got a full-time job and he's got three kids, small kids, just like me. And uh, one day I just got sick and tired. I said, Jay, how are you doing this? And he says, man, you got to have systems, right? So I realized I needed a system. I needed needed something to model because successful people, you can't scale doing it all yourself. 
right? So I had, I suffered from, from controlitis, I like to call it, wanting to control everything. I came to the realization that it was all in my perspective, right? I'm a certified coach and speak, speaker, trainer, and I do all those things and I, I coach people. And the biggest thing I find is I find some students that come to me and they'll spend, they'll have spent $50,000, $60,000 in education, right? I have, I'll give you an example. I have a student, couple right now, they spent three years ago, $50,000 or $55,000 in education, real estate investing education. One of those big companies, I'm not going to mention their names. Yeah. You're, you're very familiar with them, I'm sure. Yeah. And, but they keep coming to my meetups and they hadn't done any deals. And the biggest hurdle for them was, I don't have any money. And that's a story. Right, that's the story you tell yours. They were telling themselves. Well, after they spent fifty grand on the coaching, yeah, they, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they, they, don't have, yeah. yeah they, they don't have any money. And then one day I asked them. I said, "Well, who who says you need your money?" Yeah. And that kind of kind of blew them away, right? And I gave them a few strategies, which we talked about. You know, you specialize in raising capital. I gave them a few strategies, friends, and this and and that. And they all of a sudden. Two months later, two meetings later, they're like, Martin, we have $200,000. Now we don't have any deals. <laughs> better place that was a new be, story. Better place to be. Better That's a better be. place to be. Yes, sir. Now we don't have any deals. So anyway, so they decided to join my coaching program. So one day they, they sit here, they sit in my office, and I'm walking, going through some mindset stuff with them. And I, and I realize that their biggest challenge, this is most people's biggest challenge, and winning and succeeding is the fear of the unknown, right? Most people really don't understand fear. And what is fear? Fear is the anticipation of pain. We as human beings, we're built to self-preserve, not to thrive. Our brains are not, it's, not, it's just built to protect us. So they bought a deal to me. They bought it. They're like, Martin, we're doing all the thing. I gave them these strategies. There's four things in real estate you need to be doing. And I'm going to share this with your listeners. There's top of the funnel, which is what I like to call Top of the funnel, bottom of the funnel, which is what are your lead indicators and your lag indicators in our business? Once you understand that, you know where to put your time, right? So they came to my office. I said, you need to be doing these four things. And those things are putting offers, right? <laughs> Closing on deals, executing on the deals that you close, executing on your business plan and raising capital. Those four things. If you're doing those four things as an investor, you're putting offers, you're working with wholesalers, you're, you're out there looking at deals and Closing deals, executing, and raising capital. Those four things, you're going you're gonna to make progress. They came to my office. They were like, oh, we saw 10 deals. But we have these deals, and none of them were a deal. And here's what was happening with them, Dave. Unconsciously, they were making, they were making a decision unconsciously not to take action, not to jump off the cliff, as I like to say, right? Because unconsciously, they were making excuses. They were like, no, these numbers don't make sense. Now, I know... That if you look at so much, so many deals and you make so many offers and you're talking to so many wholesalers and you look at, I know the ratios, right? I know how many, how many deals are going to be in there. So we looked at one deal and I said, hey guys, there's a deal here. I know for a fact. So we looked at this one deal and sure enough, there was like $70,000, $80,000 in profit for them on a flip. Wow. And I said, guys, you got to take this one down. And they did. And boom, they closed their first deal. But the biggest challenge was their fear. It was them being held back, the storyline in their head, the storyline we tell ourselves. You know, Dave, I was, like you mentioned, I was in Aruba. And there's a book written by Mr. Napoleon Hill, which you're probably aware of. But most people don't know this book, Not Think and Grow Rich, but Outwitting the Devil. I don't know if you've read that one. Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill. Heard of it, have Great read. book. Yeah, very good book. And Napoleon Hill talks about, in this book, 
he talks about hypnotic rhythm, right? And he says, rich people, wealthy people are in a hypnotic rhythm and poor people are in a hypnotic rhythm. Well, what does that mean? What that means to me is that rich people see things in a certain way. They talk to themselves in a certain way. And that's the hypnotic rhythm they're in. They look at things as opportunities. They look for the opportunity within every obstacle, perceived obstacle. They look for the opportunity to gain. How can they learn? How can they get better? While maybe a poor person only is looking at, oh my gosh, I'm poor, or they're making excuses, or there's just a different mindset, right? Different mindset. And so I'm sitting there in Aruba one day and I'm meditating. This was about three or four days ago. And I'm meditating in the morning. I have my ritual every morning. I meditate. I'm meditating this morning. And I'm thinking, I just had a great time with my family. We did this. We did that. We did this. We did that. And I thought for a minute and I said, you know what? I have this great big vision board in my bedroom that I read every day. And, and every year I set intentions and I have goals. And every year I take two family vacations. I go on two, two getaways with my wife alone. I work on my marriage. I work on my, with my family. I, I'm working on myself. I'm going to two seminars or two to four seminars for myself a year so I could get better. And, and I'm sitting there after I finished meditating and I said, you know what? I created this. Like I literally created this. I literally saw this last November when I was setting up my vision board, when I was setting up my goals. I literally created this. So that's what I mean by 80% mindset. 80% of winning in our business is what you say to yourself, how you're talking, your grit whether you're going to let things are going to happen, Dave, you know, right? Things happen right in life. There's going to be things that are going to go. They're not going to go the way you expect it. The question is, how are you going to deal with that thing when it shows up? Are you going to look for the opportunity or are you going to look for, or are you going to look for the obstacle? So what, going to what create? do you suggest to people that are kind of by nature, negative Nellies, right? So they have a hard time. They, they might intellectually understand this concept, but they have a hard time getting themselves there mentally. Any, any suggestions for people on how to do that? Absolutely. Absolutely. The first thing I tell people is look at your circle. Who is in your circle, right? Who is in your circle? Who are you talking to? Who are you listening to? What are you watching? And who is around you? Who are you intentionally being around? Are you around people that want to talk about other people and gossip and all that stuff? Or are you around other people that want to talk about ideas and, and ways to, to improve yourself, right? And I had that problem. So I'm going to sit here, Dave, and tell you that I had this figured out, right? I, had, I read a lot. I'm in a lot of seminars, constantly growing and getting better, listening to guys like you, listening to podcasts like yours, and listening to smarter people than myself. But the first thing is look at who your, who your environment is. Who are you? What are you putting in your eyes? What are you putting and letting in your ears, right? The next thing is, what's the storyline that you're saying to yourself? What's the last thing you see before you go to bed? And what's the first thing you see you go before you go to bed? One thing I would highly recommend is create a vision board, right? And I know that this is kind of woo-woo and it's not for everyone. I get it. But I like to believe that I'm a practical woo-wooist, right? Practical woo-wooist is if it works, I do it. If it doesn't work, I scratch it, <laughs> right? I'm a practical woo-wooist. So look at your circle, you know. If you look at your circle, the top, the five people that you surround yourself with, you average your income, you're not going to make a dollar over what they average because they're just not talking about higher level ideas. It's just, it just is what it is. It's just a fact, right? And when I realized this and I started putting myself intentionally going to seminars and, and putting myself around other people, and that's the next question people ask me, well, Martin, how do I put myself around higher thinking people? 
Wow, that's another fantastic idea. Hold on to that thought for a sec. We'll be right back. Now, are you a real estate investor who's run out of cash or credit to grow your portfolio? Are you looking to grow your portfolio using other people's money and raising capital? Well, I want to show you how to raise six figures or more in six weeks or less at my upcoming Investor Attraction Workshop. You can get your ticket and find out all about it at InvestorAttractionWorkshop.com. We're going to spend a full day taking a deep dive into this roadmap that I've used to raise millions for my deals, and I've helped other people just like you cumulatively raise hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars for their deals as well. So again, you can check that out at InvestorAttractionWorkshop.com. And as a loyal listener to the podcast, you'll get 50% off your ticket when you use the discount code podcast. That's right. Discount code podcast at InvestorAttractionWorkshop.com. See you at the next workshop. Why would they want to have you in the group? I guess is a question. Right? That's a good question. And that's a good question. And I, my first statement to them is, you first thing is, if they're listening and watching this podcast is, this is a first step, right? Watching or listening to a podcast like this, because in podcasts like this, guys like you and I, we're involved in different groups. We're involved. We go or we we host ourselves different events, right? Where we're giving value and we're helping and we're helping people. And so the first thing is, I would say, hey, guys, put yourself, put yourself in an environment where the winners are. And where are the winners, Dave? Where are the winners, right? You talk to really successful people. I belong to an elite group, a real estate elite investors group, and I pay a lot of money to be part of this group. Great group. The leader is buying a bank, right? The leader of the group is buying a bank. And when you think about the guys, those of us, and I'm the, I consider myself one of the smallest guys in the group, and I'm in the group. For that reason, because I want to level up, right? <laughs> right. My mentor has a jet. What do you think is going to happen to my mindset? If these guys are talking about developing multi-multi-million dollar deals, and they're talking about my interest on my carrying costs for, for my interest on these developments I'm doing is $100,000 a month, what do you think is happening to my mindset? Oh, that's even possible, yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> How do you do that, right? So, so it's just putting yourself around those people but I didn't start that way. I started by attending a seminar, personal development. I worked on myself, personal development event. And that's where the achievers are. You know where the achievers are? The achievers are out there learning and growing. The achievers know that they don't know everything and that they need to continue to grow and to continue to accept. And, and if you look around at those that are not achieving, they're not investing in themselves. Dave, they're, they're not investing in themselves. A lot of people ask me, well, what is, when I host my meetup and I'm doing some mindset strategies with people, they're like, but what does this have to do with real estate? You know, risk investing. And I'm like, everything. Because once you get your head right, once you understand that this is just, once you change your perspective and you reframe your mind around taking action on a deal and taking it down and getting resourceful and figuring it out, then the rest is history. Then you're going to start winning. Right? Once you get out of your way thinking that, oh, my gosh, if this deal goes bad, oh, my gosh, if you know your numbers, right, it's all numbers. Real estate is just numbers. It's simple math, Dave. Simple math is ARV times 70%, 75%, whatever the value is at that percentage. It's just simple math. If I want to execute and I want to refinance, how much am I going to get out? Simple math. That's easy. You can learn that in an hour. The next question is, what are you going to do with the information when the deal shows up? Yeah. Are you going to get in your head and say, oh, my gosh, the economy, no deals, no this, no that. What are you going to do? Well, so if you work on the storyline, if you work on the storyline, right, you work on yourself and what you're saying to yourself, you know, 
the rest will follow. Earl Nightingale, I don't know if you know who Earl Nightingale is. Definitely. Yeah. says in The Strangest Secret in the World, he's a, you call him the godfather in personal development, Earl Nightingale. He says in The Strangest Secret in the World, he says, a man is exactly where he is. A man is exactly where he wanted to be, whether he admits it or not. That's hard pill to swallow, my friend. That's a hard pill to swallow. Now, someone may be a really young person listening, and, and they may have been born poor. So was I. <laughs> born poor, into, and they don't have a choice. But you get to a point, if you live in your country or my country, where if you educate yourself, if you self-educate yourself, and you surround yourself with the right people, opportunities will follow. Right? A man is where he is because that's exactly where he wanted to be, whether he admits it or not, because that's what he sees in his head. That's what he believes for himself because that's the story he tells himself. Talking about hypnotic rhythms, right? Like what Napoleon Hill talks about in his book. What hypnotic rhythm are you in, right? What are the stories you're telling yourself? What's the conversation you're having with yourself? Do you believe you're a winner? Do you? I'm going to share this quick story, and then, and then, I'll, and then I'll, I'll slow down a little bit here. My first flip, Dave, my first flip. I was fighting all of the same, same stories that everyone else fights. Oh my gosh, if I lose this money, same deal. First flip, right? Bought this house. I got it for, I don't remember, $15,000. I've negotiated an amazing deal. Borrowed the money, private money. Got a contractor in there. I hired, mistake number one, contractor was a friend, mm. right? Hired this friend, middle of the winter here in the Poconos. It was one of the coldest winters we've had in a long, long time. Probably the coldest winter. It was November. He was supposed to finish it in two months. Pipes froze. Pipes froze. One whole house pipe froze. I didn't know it the first time. Pipes froze the second time. He told me, right? Replace the pipes. One day I go into the house in December. I go to the house on a Sunday and I catch my friend smoking weed with the guy putting the tiles down, right? Smells like weed in the house. And I just wanted to get the job done. I was like, okay, whatever. I, I ignored it, right? And they put the floor down. I had bought this stuff, this self-leveling floor, this stuff that you put down and it levels the floor. Yeah. And what these guys did, because they were high, they were putting the self, they were gluing the tile with the self-leveling stuff. So when the stuff put down and you stepped on it, mortar in the middle of the tiles was coming up. Yeah. They kept coming up, coming up, coming up. And I remember that happened. The pipes froze. The pipes froze again, Dave. Then the roofer came and he said, we got to change all of the, the draft, all of the uh, all of the wood entire and part that holds the two by fours, everything, the whole entire thing had to be changed, right? Wasn't expecting that. In the middle, it was like 10 below, it was like 10 degrees below zero. It's freezing, pipes freezing, pipe for, pro froze four times. Mm -hmm. And I remember this, Dave. I remember coming home, right? Most people. Most people after that experience would say, I'm done with this. This is crazy, right? But I remember coming home and pacing around my room and saying to my wife, I'm resourceful. I'm not the first person that's gone through this. I'm resourceful and I'm going to figure this out. I'm resourceful and I'm going to figure that. That was my rhythm. That was my mindset. What I kept saying to myself is, I'm resourceful. I'm going to figure this out. What's my next move? I'm resourceful. I'm going to figure this out. And guess what, Dave? That first flip, my very, very first flip, has still to this day been one of my, it was a very solid, one of my most profitable flips. I made like 70 grand on that flip. It was a good flip, but a lot of people would have given up going through what I went through. 
You know, I wind up firing my friend, wind up firing my friend, wind up losing a friendship, wind up putting a claim on his insurance. It was a crap show. But the question was, I look at that now and I think back all of the lessons I learned, all of the lessons I learned. And what was my attitude towards it, even while I was going through it? I remember because I'm a Mason, I was going to a lodge meeting one night and we had a little break in the weather. And I was in my black and white, a black suit, white shirt, bow tie. And we had a little break in the weather and it was like 60 degrees. One day, Dave, one day, we had like 60 degrees, you know, those crazy weathers, right? And I said, you know what, guys, we're going to paint this thing. We're going to paint the exterior. We're going to do it now. And it needs to be 55 degrees. And we rushed. We got everything. And in my black and white, I remember holding the lights, light so the guys can spray. Right, right. It was getting, it gets dark early, right? In the winter. So the guys can spray this. We're in Canada, thing. we can relate. Yeah, for sure. And my, and my shoes got ruined and my suit got ruined. But I was, I was in this mindset of being resourceful and I was going to do this and I was going to figure it out at whatever cost. That's what I'm talking about. That's beautiful. Martin, time flies when we're having fun. If people want to find yeah. out more about you, connect, figure out how to keep, keep in touch. You got an amazing podcast. How else can, can people yeah, they can just check out my podcast, Latinos and Real Estate Investing Podcast. Not, um, just, for the, the, not just for Latinos. Not just for Latinos. It's in English. That's correct. It's, it's in English. So you can look me up there. You can look at the elite strategists. I have I have a DVD where I teach new investors how to invest it's on Amazon. I have a bunch of content out there. But the, probably the best place to find me is Facebook. I have a group, a Facebook group. I also have StraussburgREI.com. I have all of my stuff there which is my, that's S-T-R-O-U-D-S-B-U-R-G-R-E-I.com. That's my real estate investors group. All my stuff there. All of my real estate investing content. A lot of my stuff is there. You could go there. I'm on Instagram. Links in the the show notes for sure. Yes, sir. And that's how people can get a hold of me. Martin, it's been a lot of fun. Always is. Thank you, brother. Thanks for the inspiration, the motivation, the practical woo-woo. Good stuff. (laughs) Practical woo-woo is, that's right. (laughs) All right. Okay, everybody, hope you enjoyed it. Take care, and we will see you on the next episode. Bye-bye. Well, hey there. Thanks for tuning into the Property Profits Podcast. If you like this episode, that's great. Please go ahead and subscribe on iTunes. Give us a good review. That'd be awesome. I appreciate that. And if you're looking to attract investors and raise capital for your deals, then I'm going to invite you to get a complimentary copy of my newest book, right back there. There it is. The Money Partner Formula. You can get a PDF version at InvestorAttractionBook.com. Again, InvestorAttractionBook.com. Take care.